Welcome to Talent Hub Talk. I'm Ben Duncan, and on this podcast, I will be interviewing prominent and inspirational figures from both the local ANZ and global Salesforce Ohana. In today's episode, I'm joined by Jayofsna Pitra, or JB, as many will know her. JB is an experienced Salesforce Marketing Cloud professional, and through the episode, we discuss her early career, what her first few roles looked like, how she discovered Salesforce and what this initial exposure was, and then how she came across the Salesforce Marketing Cloud platform and how this became a passion of hers. We look at the huge demand we're seeing in the marketing cloud space recently and what Jalfsner puts this down to. We also look at the different roles that are required in marketing cloud teams and on marketing cloud projects, the, the different types of skills that are required, and discuss AmpScript and what this is, how easy it is to learn or, or how people could go about learning, and also some other materials or courses that are out there for people that are looking to move into the marketing cloud space. We discuss Pardot and how that is different from marketing cloud and where they kind of each have their sweet spot and then discuss JB's work that she does in the ecosystem and the amount of time and effort she spends giving back to people both in the marketing cloud and broader Salesforce ecosystems. We then touch on her receiving the golden hoodie earlier this year and what that felt like to be awarded and rewarded for all the work that she does. So a really, really interesting episode. Really great to catch up with JB and hear more about her story and her insight on the marketing cloud space. I really hope you enjoy the episode. And if you do, please do subscribe for future episodes that are coming through. JB, thank you so much for joining me. Really, really good to catch up with you. It's been a while and I'm excited to hear more about your story. I am excited as well, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. So we'll uh, we'll dive into the wonderful world of Marketing Cloud shortly, but I'd like to understand a bit more about you first and how you kind of got to where you are now. So what had you initially planned to do with your career? Where did you see yourself initially starting your career and what were your first few roles? Well, during my childhood years, I wanted to be a teacher. So I would take every opportunity to teach my juniors or anybody who wants to learn something. And then I landed up in a developer role after my academics. I continued as a configuration and release manager for a couple of years. And then I slowly entered into the Salesforce. I started liking it and then it became my world. So when you say you started as a developer, what was your programming language? What was your skill set back then? So I was working as a Java developer. And later, as I moved into the configuration and release management, it's all about automation. I work with different tools. And also, I worked on different automation scripting languages, like Perl, Shell Scripting, to automate the tool. Okay. So when you say you found Salesforce, how did you find Salesforce? And did you come into the ecosystem from that configuration and, and release management background? Or did you take another role in Salesforce? I should say from the configuration and release manager role, I was also taking care of administration of uh, Jira and some other tools as well. So at that point of time, I was asked to help the integration of Jira with Salesforce. So that's when I happened to learn Salesforce. And then in those days, there were no trailheads and it was all help documents and post.com book that is available. So it was hard, but I was able to learn the concepts and get going. And then gradually, I should say I was an accidental admin on 
that project and they had to move on to other project and I was uh, completely taking care of the Salesforce work as well. And slowly all the other tasks got added to my bucket and I entered into the full-time Salesforce administrator role. So at that point you were focused on the core kind of sales cloud platform? Starting, I only handled the administrative tasks, but then I started taking care of other stuff like the sales cloud, integrating the experience cloud. At that time, it was the community cloud. And then there was a steel brick project. It is now CPQ. So I worked on that as well. And I slowly involved in multiple clouds and various techno-functional roles. So when did you, because I know you as the marketing cloud person, right? I, I see your content. You're very much embedded in that marketing cloud world. And so when, when did that become a passion of yours? It was like similar to the story that I entered into the Salesforce. So I was working on the CPQ project. And after that, there was a marketing cloud project. I, I don't know anything about marketing cloud at that time. I only heard about exact target. So I took it as an opportunity and I was provided resources to catch up the speed. And luckily I had the ARC. I had the opportunity to do hands-on and learn on the project. So I started slowly and then uh, I really loved Marketing Cloud and I wanted to move full-time into Marketing Cloud. And at that time, I focused more, um, investing more time in the Marketing Cloud. And luckily, as I was in the project at that time, my learning curve was so fast. Yeah, nice. So you obviously, as you've explained, you don't come from a marketing background. Has that ever held you back at all in terms of being a Marketing Cloud specialist? Uh, I don't think so. I would like to remember a quote my dad used to say when I was so small. He used to give a lot of importance to education and he used to say one word that whatever that we learn will not get rotten or will not be rusted. So we used to have a lot of importance given to education. So I believe the same thing. Whatever that I have learned over the years, they're helping me right now in my current job, whatever role that I'm taking now. So for example, the cross-cloud knowledge of the Salesforce, it's helping me to get a high-level picture of how marketing cloud integrates with different clouds or different tools. So uh, that way I was able to do the integration part or the development part. And also as a kid, I used to go and spend time with my dad at his business. So I learned a lot of business techniques of how a customer should be treated, how loyalty plays an important role in a business. So marketing cloud is all about reaching out to the customers at the right time, in the right channel, in the right place. So what I learned as a child from my father, like he used to develop some connections with every customer that comes to the shop. And also they become friends. And at the same way in the marketing cloud as well, we have a lot of stress on sending the communications out to the recipients at an appropriate time that they want to read. And also the content that they really have value for, not just any random content, the content that will be of benefit for them. So these are all are helping me in the current role. Yeah, nice. It's a nice way of looking at it, like treating it as if you're running a shop and running a business and every interaction needs to be treated the same way that you would if someone was in front of you, right? The respect and manners, I guess, that you're showing them. Exactly. So has it been hard for you to maintain the knowledge of the core platform? Like, Do you think it's possible to be a specialist across the core platform as well as marketing cloud? Does that happen? 
if we have unlimited time, I think that's definitely possible. But given that we only have limited time and we have other things to manage as well, I mainly focus on the marketing cloud, but I really love to be involved in the sales force as well. Whenever I get some time, I uh, help nonprofits. It's like a volunteer work up the, to help the nonprofits who do not have the staff. So that's an opportunity for me to work on Salesforce on the core platform. So I'm still like, I'm not so outdated with the Salesforce. I am in between working on Salesforce whenever I get some time. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, that's uh, it's nice. And I know uh, we'll talk about the work that you do to give back to the community later. But but yeah, obviously, I, I've seen a lot of that that you're doing already. So we'll touch on that soon. In terms of marketing cloud and the demand in the market, we did our annual survey in I think April, um, March, April time this year. And a lot of the, the customers that, that completed the survey said that they expected marketing cloud to be a big growth area for, for Salesforce this year. And I have seen a huge demand increase in marketing cloud, so many more opportunities than we'd had in the past. And I just find that candidates in the market have so many more options at the moment and, you know, they're getting presented with so many more jobs. Is that what you've seen as well? And, and what do you put that down to? I personally have seen a huge demand for the marketing cloud. And honestly, in a day, I would get at least four or five requests for a job opportunity. So I certainly understand there's a huge demand. And also there is a lack of resources as well. Not many experts are available in the marketing cloud or in the product area. That that's also adds to it. And I also see that the demand is going to skyrocket in the next years. I feel the lack of resources is one thing. And also the awareness that all the companies are slowly moving and that they are investing a lot in their marketing efforts in a great tool. And Marketing Cloud is no doubt a great automation platform. So many companies I've seen, they're moving to Marketing Cloud from other technologies and other tools. And also the learning opportunities in the marketing cloud, it's not so great as we compare with the learning opportunities for Salesforce. So if somebody wants to learn Salesforce, they have the developer org and they have lots and lots of trailhead modules and many user groups are sharing content and they're helping out. But with the marketing cloud, we do not have the demo orgs and also not many trailhead modules are available. I see a lot of modules added and in the trailhead live as well, many, many videos are added that is helping, but still the lack of playground demo art to do hands-on is a limitation factor. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That, that is often a frustration that we hear from people that want to gain experience. It's, it's definitely a harder thing to do. And I'll be honest. And I tell my clients this, when they come to me with marketing cloud roles, like I am definitely not a marketing cloud specialist. It's an area that I'm gaining more knowledge in and having conversations like this is, is really going to help me. But what I do notice with a lot of marketing cloud roles is that they're kind of looking for a unicorn in, in one. It seems that the expectation from a marketing cloud professional is that they can kind of do a bit of everything. So they kind of blended from functional and technical and even like I have a role at the moment, which is titled uh, marketing cloud functional consultant, but the expectation is that they can do AMP script as well, which I think if you, if you cross that into the, the core world, you probably wouldn't expect a sales cloud functional consultant to be doing Apex. Like, is that me kind of misinterpreting job descriptions and misinterpreting what's happening in the market? Or do you find that the expectation is that a marketing cloud person can do a bit of everything? Many roles that I have seen, Ben, it's the same. 
that you described. So they expect uh, the professional to take care of all the functionalities. The reason I think is marketing cloud is very high priced and it's a premium tool. And also the experts are very less. So the team for the dedicated to the marketing cloud so it's also a small team for most of the companies. Some big companies have a dedicated team, marketing team, wherein the content creators are separate, the developers or team is separate and the administrative team is separate. But for small companies or for those companies who are just get starting with marketing cloud, they have a small team and they can only have a few people on the team. So they expect the professional to take care of all the responsibilities, like doing the administrative tasks, as well as creating some app script and integration and everything that comes under. So do you, in an ideal world, if you were building a team and you weren't restricted by budget and you just needed like a few people in the team, it wasn't going to be a huge team, how would you break down a marketing cloud team? Like, is, is it best to have... Um, an administrator and then someone that does like the automation, the, the heavy lifting stuff, and then someone that does the front end kind of journey building. Is that a good mix of a team or how, how would you structure a team? Yes, Ben. Uh, so uh, um, adding to the roles that you've mentioned, I would also include a database analyst. Um, so who would run all the reports and uh, see how the deliverability rate has been, where it can be uh, improved. And also a, con a dedicated content creator uh, who can create some effective emails. Uh, so email creation also is a important uh, task, how the emails look like, how they relate to the customer. So if we have a dedicated team or a, uh, at least a person for creating the emails, it would be great to have. Yeah, nice. So is that... Because we hear the title like campaign specialist or journey builder. Is that the person that would be creating the actual email that ends up in someone's inbox? It could be. Yeah, it again depends on the team size. If the team has more resources, then there could be a dedicated person who can take care of the journeys and the campaign creation. And I, I would definitely recommend having a dedicated person for the email creation because email creation is itself a very intuitive process. And it, it requires a lot of knowledge because the email, if it has to render across different devices and different email clients, the email has to be effective. So sometimes the email renders on Gmail very nicely, Yahoo and Outlook, it doesn't display. And also the alignment will be a problem on some clients and across the devices, the smartphones, the tabs, browsers. So these are all needs to be taken into consideration. So I would strongly recommend having a person who is very knowledgeable about all this email process. And, and when you receive an email marketing campaign, can you help but judge the company based on what you're seeing? Like, do you, uh, do you pick them apart and think like, this is terrible or this has really captured the audience? Yes, we often receive so many emails, promotional emails. So whenever I have some time, I go look at that and see how effective the emails are, what can be improved in those emails. So some emails during the rendering, they don't render properly or the personalization when that that is included in the emails, the values are not present and the values come up differently. So Sometimes it's fun to uh, see and sometimes it, it looks terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I've received those emails before. Where it's like, dear, and then name. And uh, you can just imagine the panic on someone's face when they've hit send and, and they've realized that that's gone out to the whole database and, and it says, dear name. Yeah. 
we've all been there. We've all been there before. And again, I draw the attention back to having an effective email specialist because in the email itself, it could be automated. It could be scripted to include some values that makes more sense. If there is no value present, it could default to some other value. So that, that all comes into the email design. Sure. So in terms of learning, you've mentioned that there isn't a developer org for Marketing Cloud. So how, how do you recommend people learn? Because I know you do give back, you spend a lot of time coaching and running presentations and things like that. So helping people on their journey, but what is the best way for anyone that's listening to this thinking, I really want to get into Marketing Cloud, I just don't know how? So I see a lot of people approach me as well. And this is the challenge that we have. One thing that I would suggest is start with the trailhead. Trailhead is the best place to start with. And in some of the modules, there is a trailhead simulator wherein we get a feel of how the UI looks like. So that could be a good starting point. And next, uh, the Trailhead Live, there are some wonderful sessions uh, where we have a demo part as well. In that, we would be able to see how the UI looks like, what action should be taken, what the flow is. So we can get an understanding through that. And rarely, there are some user group meetings that happen wherein the leaders are able to get some orgs. I have seen it very, like in the last year, I have seen it too. User groups have done that. So it's better to keep a watch out for all the user group meetings happening. And if there is an opportunity, then jump right in and get the take up best use of the opportunity. Yeah. And most of the user group meetings as a user group leader, and I have... Along with me, all the leaders of the user groups, we all know the challenge of having the demo arts. So I see a lot of focus given to the demo sessions. So many of the user group meetings, they are focused more on giving an in-depth demo of the feature so the attendees can get an understanding of how that works internally. For someone who have a, a more interest to learn, they can refer to the courses offered by the Salesforce. Uh, and also the supermums, they also provide uh, the playground uh, you know, where you have access to the marketing cloud and you can do more hands-on. So you know, some of the courses offered by the Salesforce are um, on the email uh, creation process or the journey builder or the MC Connect and the supermums, uh, it's uh, the starter uh, getting started with the marketing cloud. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I think it's definitely um, something that it comes up a lot. And I, I hope there eventually is the way of getting developer orgs or something that people can use. Because like you said, that is it's going to limit the availability of talent in the market and new people coming in. So I, I don't know if that's something that Salesforce are looking at or what the restrictions are. But I think that would be would be really powerful if, if something was supplied. Yeah, I would like to add one more thing. So whenever you attend any live conference like a Dreamforce Connections, so there will be some hands-on training sessions. So that those are really helpful. One way that it will be a detailed workshop wherein you will get an opportunity to go through all the steps and implement that. And the other thing is you will be able to get access to the org. So uh, it will be available for the for one week or one month accordingly. So you will get an opportunity to do hands-on on those arcs later, later on as well. So okay. if, if you attend any conference live and there is any hands-on uh, workshop that's happening, I would first uh, go and attend that. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I didn't know that. that that's really interesting to know. And then you, you also mentioned Pardot earlier. 
we used to like hear that Pardot was B2B and Marketing Cloud is B2C. Like, I think that used to be a, the, the belief in the market or when you were speaking to certain customers, that's the platform they felt they needed to go with based on, on different scenarios. Is that still a thing or has that line been blurred and, and is one better for certain requirements than others? I would say Marketing Cloud is a B2C tool and Pardot is a B2B, but I have seen many clients using the tool for both the purposes. Let's say some companies, they can't invest in both the tools. So they would just have one tool and they can use it interchangeably. So for a company that I have assisted with, they can go with both Pardot and Marketing Cloud. So Pardot is great for lead nurturing. If you look at the funnel, it's very top of the funnel where we do the lead nurturing and re-engagement. The marketing cloud would be more after the prospects becomes lead and we market more to the leads and the contacts. So how we can use it interchangeably is if the client has only got marketing cloud, some of the aspects of lead nurturing can be automated in marketing cloud. And marketing cloud can be used as a sending engine and the journeys can be leveraged. And one great benefit of the marketing cloud is it has more studios and builders, and it can be integrated with the advertisements, mobile studio, interaction studio. With the product, there are limited capabilities in here. We can integrate advertising studio and few automations can be done in product. And I have seen many companies use product and marketing cloud both. So Pardot, they use it mainly for the lead generation and lead nurturing. And after that process, Marketing Cloud comes into picture and um, the leads and the contacts are more engaged via Marketing Cloud. Yeah, nice. So at what point do you encourage a company to to start investing in a marketing automation platform? Like, And I guess it all depends on the type of company. But for me, it seems like something now in this day and age, pretty much every company should be using. I, w- I would recommend starting with the Marketing Cloud, but again, Depending on the budget and the constraints, Marketing Cloud is high-priced. It's a premium product. So some of the companies, they want to start with a low-end tool, and then they realize that that tool doesn't fit, and they have to upgrade them. Then it will be more added cost, like they have to switch everything. They have to transform, migrate to the new technology, like from the old one to Marketing Cloud. That adds more. So rather, if, it, if they had started with the Marketing Cloud first, the need for the migration and all this process and time and effort would be reduced. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So obviously it's, uh, if you, buy, I guess the saying is if you buy cheap, you buy twice. Yeah. With, with the other tool, it may not be scalable. If they are seeing the demand anyways, if they are seeing that they would be using more automation features, marketing government tool more, and they want to leverage more features, then it would be great to start with a great tool at the first itself. Sure. Now you are heavily involved in the ecosystem. You give back, you spend a lot of your time investing back into the ecosystem. When did you start doing that? And what have been some of the initiatives you've been most proud of? As far as I remember, I think from 2019, I started involving uh, more actively. And before that, I was attending the user group meetings. Um, I was doing some blogs and involved very likely in the user group, like creating some content and sharing some content, but not as a main uh, speaker or as a leader as such. In 2019, it's a great year for me. That's the year where I started as a co-leader for the Salesforce admin group in Phoenix. And then I also was nominated as the Lightning Champion. 
And then I participated in uh, the panel discussions and in the Dreamforce sessions as well. I was able to help and uh, moderate some of the sessions in there. In 2019 itself, I started thinking about having a dedicated group for Marketing Cloud because my specialization was in Marketing Cloud and uh, I don't see many resources that are being shared or uh, I, I felt the need to have a dedicated group for the Marketing Cloud and I started working towards that in 2020 that um, application was approved and uh, the group was officially launched in uh, February of 2020. And that's a great year where I got in touch. I spoke to many leaders and um, I worked on making the group more active. And then I thought of conducting a marketing cloud administrator bootcamp. And this is also intended to help people coming from cross technologies or from other Salesforce clouds to get acquainted with the marketing cloud. So as we have discussed, there's a huge demand for marketing cloud resources, but then the learning opportunities are very limited. So this is intended to help the people to learn the marketing cloud and also to help them clear the certification. So this has been very well received and I was requested for the other boot camps as well. And then I continued to conduct boot camps for the consultant and the marketing cloud developer as well. And then now I'm working on redoing the marketing cloud administrator certification that will be launched, launched in October. Amazing. So in terms of the certifications, you said there's the email specialist, consultant, developer and administrator. So I think in the core area, a lot of people go for the administrator first, but when you're recommending that path for someone new to the market, do you recommend the email specialist first or the admin first? I would first understand what their background is. If they are coming from other technologies, I have few people reach out to me coming from other digital marketing technologies like Adobe or Google Suite. So if they have already have the knowledge of how email works, if they have worked with Marketo and other tools, they already know how email works. So I would suggest them to go with email specialist. And if they do not have much basics, then I would suggest to go with the administrator. Okay, makes sense. And for anyone that's listening to this and potentially wants to come into the ecosystem, but is coming from a completely non-technical background. How important is knowledge of AMP script when, when you start to gain experience in Marketing Cloud and how hard is it to, to learn? Uh, that's a good question, Ben. Uh, for those who doesn't know what AMP script is, AMP script is Marketing Cloud's uh, proprietary scripting language that is used for advanced dynamic content in emails, landing pages, SMS, and push messages. It may be intimidating for someone who is getting started with the programming or any scripting language, but um, and, and that is particularly when you're not familiar with any of the scripting languages. So no, this is the, the easy to learn and uh, it is based on simple syntax and even a non-developer can learn it easily. For someone who wants to learn AMP script, there are plenty of resources available and um, there is one helpful article posted by Linda on LinkedIn. You may refer to her LinkedIn post as well, which lists all the important resources that are available to learn AMP script. So could you also tell us a bit about the work you've done with Impact Force? Impact Force uh, was founded in the year 2020. I felt the need for every person to improve on the communication skills, the human skills, essentially. So uh, Impact Force is something which is very close to my heart. 
Uh, I took this inspiration from the Trailblazer Connect, which was done in 2019 at San Francisco. I have attended that and it was mostly focused on improving our communication skills and soft skills. So I, I started this after much thought and I took five to six months up to do some background work and think to myself whether I will be able to invest time on that. So I started this in 2020 around October and uh, conducted many sessions that are really helpful and um, I see a lot of positive feedback for those sessions and we have you as one of the speakers which was very well received and it was helpful and it was done at the very correct time like just before the career fair so it was very helpful and further sessions as well were very well received. Yeah I mean that was great to be involved I I really enjoyed it and the community that you built there it was really engaging and, and you can I think with every Salesforce group that you attend there's obviously a lot of passion for it but I could really sense the passion for Salesforce and just getting an opportunity with the people I spoke to. That's wonderful Ben. And final question and uh, a really big one so you recently were awarded the golden hoodie which was very very well deserved from everything I see you do in the ecosystem but what did that feel like to be awarded that and can you tell us about that day? I would say that is the most memorable moment um, in my life. It wasn't something that I was expecting for or not something that I was aiming for. I didn't even know who will receive the golden hoodie, what makes up a person qualify for that. And um, what makes it more memorable is that it not only came as a surprise to me, and but also Gilda came and handed over the hoodie to me. When I opened the door, it was Gilda and uh, she had a surprise with her, the golden hoodie. I was more and more uh, excited for all that. So they came to your house? Yes. um, I don't know if that happened with anybody else. Maybe I was the first one to be handed over in such a way that um, somebody coming in and delivering the hoodie. I feel so fortunate to receive that. And at that time, I was uh, handling multiple things. My husband was out of the country. I was taking care of the kids. And I really admire how Salesforce is inclusive and so thoughtful. So instead of having me over there at the conference, Gilda came and handed over the hoodie. It's, it's something that makes it so, so special. Yeah, well, well, very much deserved. And yeah, it's great to see everything you do do for the community. And uh, and thank you for having me as a guest on your your journey as well because like I said that was really enjoyable thank you also for sharing your knowledge with us today because I think there's lots of topics we've covered today that we've not covered before and I think will be really interesting for our audience and if anyone listening does want to reach out and ask some questions or maybe attend an event that you're running in the future and where's the best place to connect with you and follow your journey LinkedIn is the best place uh, whatever event um, that I'm going to host up um, I will post it on the LinkedIn and if they will also want to join the community group um, they can search for the phoenix uh, the marketers uh, the community group and then join the group so they will be able to get all the automated notifications about any event that's going to happen and also just on the boot camp um, you mentioned you're going to run more in the future is that accessible for people globally or do you just do that for your local community this is open for anyone but Awesome. Well, thank you so much and uh, really, really good to catch up. And I look forward to seeing what's coming in the future with your groups. It's all my pleasure, Ben. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talent Hub Talk. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you could subscribe and also leave a short review. Um, We're keen for this podcast to reach as many people in the Salesforce ecosystem as possible. And your reviews will help us do that.